Good morning, and welcome to another mini Monday episode of Crime Over Coffee. We're your hosts. I'm Abby. And I'm Erica. Today, we're going to be discussing the statute of limitations. So grab your cup of coffee and let's get into it. cover this episode because there are different cases that we cover where the statute of limitations would come into play for some of the crimes that are committed but also because we have talked about it before and i don't know that we've gone in depth yeah erica what is the statute of limitations so by definition statute of limitations is a law that forbids prosecutors from charging someone with a crime that was committed more than a specified number of years ago the main purpose of this is to ensure that the convictions that are happening are based on evidence whether physical or eyewitness and it needs to not have deteriorated over time this is basically to make sure that wrongful convictions aren't happening based solely on probable cause there needs to be some sort of physical or eyewitness testimony that can be used as evidence in court so basically after whatever the pre-agreed upon time period has run out the criminal is basically free and cannot be prosecuted for whatever crime they committed. Each state has their own statute of limitations for different crimes, so it does vary depending on what state you're in. This is something that I thought was interesting that I never really thought of, but if the individual that committed the crime, so somebody on your FBI's most wanted list, or people like that that have gone into hiding or they flee, the clock stops when they leave the state. So if they're no longer believed to be in the state, their clock just completely stops. And so if it's a two-year time period and they're out of the state for six years and they re-enter Indiana. It starts back up. Their time starts right back up where it left off. And this is basically so that criminals cannot just run or hide and just wait out authorities. Because if they did, then they would just be like, oh, well, as long as I wait two years, I can go back into Indiana and I'll be totally fine. I'm just throwing out random numbers. But there are some crimes that don't have a statute of limitations. For example, murder. There is no statute of limitations on murder. And you can be convicted for murdering somebody 100 years later. Fair. I I think it's fair. There are also some states that have no time limit for like other crimes such as like sex offenses or terrorism charges. But it really varies. I'm going to go into and I'm just going to read a couple of the different statute of limitations for each state. But... It varies based on a misdemeanor or a felony. So I'm going to briefly go into what the difference between the two is. So a misdemeanor is a criminal offense that is less serious than a felony, but it's more serious than an infraction. So an infraction would be like getting a speeding ticket. Traffic stops. Mm -hmm. Now, there are some traffic stops that can turn into a misdemeanor or a felony. For example, like the big one, a DUI can be a felony, but it can also be a misdemeanor. But just a regular stop for speeding would just fall under an infraction the misdemeanors are punishable by a fine and incarceration in a local county jail so this is where the difference between jails and prisons come into play too so jails are temporary prisons are more long term a jail is typically a year or less but prisons are going to be longer than a year A felony is defined as a crime that is considerable to be more serious than a misdemeanor. And they're punishable by, once again, more than a year in a prison or 
some sort of federal facility, but it would not be in a jail. So some examples of misdemeanors, assault, theft, peace disturbance, indecent exposure. Now, pretty much any crime can have, if depending on the seriousness of it, can be a felony. But examples of felonies would be rape, kidnapping, murder, selling illegal drugs, arson, grand theft. So now I'm going to go through a couple different states. First off, I'm going to do Indiana because that's our state. So for Indiana, for a felony, for murder, there's no statute of limitations. Um, I'm only going to go through a few things. This website that I'm on will be linked in our show notes. If you want to go and look at your specific state, you can. But I'm just going to throw out a couple different things for a few different states. The mystery has been solved. Here at Crime Over Coffee, our go-to caffeinated beverage for every episode is Fire Department Coffee. And you can get some as well and save 15% with our exclusive coupon code CRIMEPOD15. Owned and operated by firefighters and veterans, 10% of all their proceeds go directly to helping sick and injured first responders. And with an incredible range of flavors and caffeine strength, it's a company that all of us can easily support. So please go to firedeptcoffee.com and use our coupon code CRIMEPOD15 to support us, support them, help first responders, and get some incredibly tasty coffee along the way. For things like forgery of an instrument for payment, that's a five-year statute of limitations. Then there's child molesting, sexual gratification, child solicitation, seduction, incest. The statute of limitations for that is whenever the victim turns 31 years of age or older. That's interesting because it's different. And why 31? That's such a random age. I don't know. But there other states do the same thing where it's like when the victim turns 18 or when the victim turns 20 or just a random number. I don't know why 31. That, that's one that I kind of have a hard time with because people do have a really tough time coming forward with that kind of stuff. It makes me question, though, like, what if the person's over 31? Yeah, I would assume that would be for, like, child ones. Like, when the crime happened, the victim was under 18, maybe. And then for Indiana, a misdemeanor would be two years for the statute of limitations. It seems kind of insane to me that the statute of limitations even exist. It's weird to think about you could be getting away with a crime just because they didn't catch you for this length of time. I mean, yes, it is typically smaller crimes that don't... Not murder. Yeah. I mean, murder, you're sorry. I don't really care how long it's been. You're going to jail <laughs> or prison, excuse me. But I, it can be crazy with some of them. I'm going to go through a couple other states, a couple of the ones that I found interesting. Sorry if I'm not covering your state. Like I said, it'll be linked in our show notes, but it's also criminal.findlaw.com. And then it's got a whole bunch of words after it. But you can go check that website out and look at your specific state to see if you're getting away with the crime that you committed. <laughs> I don't really know. <laughs> Whatever you want to look at. <laughs> so Alaska for felonies. I thought this one was kind of interesting. So for murder, kidnapping, and most of the sex crimes, there's no statute of limitations. They can get you anytime. For all the other felonies, it's five to ten years. And it just kind of varies. And for misdemeanors, it's five years. So Alaska's a little bit more like, we gonna get you. Yeah, they're getting stuff done. I really think sex crimes shouldn't have statute of limitations at all. Probably not, but it depends. It depends on your state. So I thought this was interesting. South Carolina has no statute of limitations for anything. Ooh. They just doesn't matter. We're we're coming for you. And this is based on the state that you commit the crime in. I don't I want to make sure that that part's clear. It's not your residential state or anything. It's based on the state that you commit the crime in. 
I also wonder, too, how it differs in different countries. I don't feel like I've even looked a lot into how their criminal justice systems are set up in other countries. I'm kind of curious. I might, like, look into that one of these days. I've briefly looked into a few different things, but I've researched episodes for other countries. But I haven't in-depth studied each individual country. So if you guys are listening from a different country and there's something interesting that you find about your criminal justice system or something that you find interesting about our system that you've learned. Like a big difference, maybe. Let us know in our social media comments or you can email us, message us, whatever. But it would be cool to kind of hear some of those things. South Dakota, for most of their felonies and murder, is none. So they'll get you anytime. And most of the other public offenses that are considered a felony is seven years. Their misdemeanors are also seven years. So they're kind of not putting up with any crap. I am going to do Texas because in America, Texas is kind of known as being that like harsh state with their criminal justice system. They do have a lot of death penalties handed Mm -hmm. out. So for murder, manslaughter, sex crimes, there's no statute of limitations. For different theft offenses, forgery and arson, it's 10 years. It's insane to me, though, that arson has a statute of limitations. I think, though, when you think of arson, a lot of times people think of, like, the extreme arson where some people just, like, not that this is okay, but just setting, like, an abandoned car on fire is less extreme than, like, a school building. You know what I mean? Not that it's okay. Don't get me (laughs) wrong. Like I said earlier, the statute of limitations, I don't even know where I'm at with that. So, yeah. If you set something on fire that you're not supposed to be setting on fire, you should probably get punished for it. I agree. Texas does... Two years for misdemeanors, which I thought was kind of interesting. I would have expected a little bit longer for them. I'm going to do two more states. I'm going to do Wyoming and then West Virginia. And then I'm going to let you guys check the rest out yourself. So Wyoming does not have a statute of limitations either. And West Virginia has no time limit for a felony. So they don't care how long it's been. They're still going to get you. And then for misdemeanors... For petty larceny and perjury, it's three years, but for all others, it's one year. Which I also thought was interesting that for felonies, they're like, nah, no statute of limitations. But for the other ones, they're kind of like shorter Mm -hmm. amounts. Abby, is there a specific state that you can think of that you want to know about for a statute of limitations? Hmm. Hmm. Let's do Colorado. Colorado. Okay. So. Because you always think of Colorado as a pretty laid back state. Yep. And they're definitely... They tend to lean towards, like, liberal views with their decisions, with the obvious one being the recreational marijuana usage. So, for felonies, for murder, kidnapping, treason, any sex offense against a child, or forgery, there's no statute of limitations. But all their other felonies are three years. Okay. Very short amount of time. But then for misdemeanors, Abby, just guess how long you think it would be. One year. A little bit more. 18 months. Okay. But then for some of it, it's one year. And for petty offenses, it's six months. Petty offenses that consider themselves a mistake. That is such a short amount of time. It's insane. I don't even... Yeah. I feel like their misdemeanors are just kind of going unsolved. (laughs) Or like unpunished for all of them. So... Like I said, this website is in our show notes. Go check it out if you want to look at your specific state. And if you're from a different country, let us know what is different from the United States and wherever you're from. We'd love to hear from you. 
Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Crime Over Coffee. You can find us on Instagram at Crime Over Coffee or on Facebook at Crime Over Coffee Podcast, where all of our photo and video content for each episode can be found. You can also email us your thoughts and case suggestions at crimeovercoffeepod at outlook.com. Also, all of our sources can be found in the show notes of each episode. If you would like, you can support us by going to anchor.fm slash crimeovercoffee. Donations are greatly appreciated and assist in making the podcast possible. Other ways to support us include recommending us to friends and family, giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and subscribing to us on your favorite podcast listening medium. So again, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.